Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Take your seat, please, and let's welcome our online audience as well as our television audience. And um, we thank God for His goodness and His mercy. It's very cold here in Colorado, so bundle up if you are local and take care of your health as well. Um, but we thank God that we are able to be in church this morning. Thank God for his goodness and his mercy. And exciting things are happening. Um, the Indian um, are planting two more churches. And this weekend, they actually had one um, church plant. So let's share the pictures from there um, and continue to pray for them. This is Nasapuram in Andhra Pradesh in India. Amen. It's on the southern part, part of India. So it's a new church plant. Let's pray for them uh, that God will continue to be with them. Amen. Thank God for what he's doing. It's a blessing. Amen. And going forward, actually, um, the same messages, they'll say stay in sync with us. The same messages we hear, all the branches will have the same messages as well. But this weekend in Nasapuram, they are hearing, hearing a message on church plan, new beginnings, fresh start, things along those lines. Amen. So it's exciting. Thank God for that. And in the next couple of weeks, they will have another one as well. So let's continue to keep them in prayer. Amen. If you go to India, you have a lot of family there now. Amen. <laughs> you will not be stranded by God's grace. Thank God for what he's doing. And God is extending us into the nations. Thank God for his mercies and his goodness. What a way to start the year. All right. Let's go into God's word. This week, so let's, let, me, let's, let me read the scripture and then I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something. It, Acts chapter 20, verse 32. Acts 20, verse 32. So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Paul is living the Ephesians and he's saying to them, look, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. This week, uh, we, had, I had, we had an interesting experience on one of the cars, the, mistakenly, the hazard light was left on, so it drained the battery. And we, we had bought this device that can be used to jumpstart a car. And so I tried it. The kids tried it. It wasn't working. So finally, uh, they looked at the manual, but finally I also went back to the manual. I said, no, this thing must work. And when I looked at the manual, I realized very quickly what was the issue. So went back, put it there, boom, the car started. <laughs> no problems. But I had to go back to the manual. And God's word is our manual for living. And so many times we go around and around in circles, like how we, I mean, and before we come back to this. So Paul is leaving the Ephesians, and he's telling them that, look, if there's one thing I want to tell you that you should be aware of, I commend you to God 
and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. If you had somebody, a relative, pass, and they gave you an inheritance, and they said, look, they, they've left you an inheritance, the first question you will ask is, how do I get this inheritance? You've left something for me. How do I access this inheritance? If, it was, if, it's, if it's $5 million, you get, you get even more busy. How, how do I access this? <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> I have to have this. <laughs> how do I access this? So here he's saying that, look, it's able to give you an inheritance. <laughs> I'm talking about building a strong foundation on a strong foundation this month. Jesus said, say, put it in similar words. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So what's in there? I want to know. As we have started a new year, what will be different this year? How do I access that which belongs to me? We read earlier in the, in the previous sermon, in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, it talks about the fact that the person who does the word of God is the one that is wise and is building on a rock, on a very solid foundation. What is in the word of God? One, the word of God delivers. Please, if you're online, share this with someone. This can save their lives. This can help them transform their lives. Psalm 107, verse 20. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 107, Verse 20, what is in the word of God? Since he's able to build us up and to give us our inheritance. The Bible says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. The word of God delivers us. In fact, it is by the word of God that you are translated. That's how you came into the kingdom of God. And if you are not a child of God, as you hear this word, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will yield your life completely to God. Our deliverance is in the word. He sent his word, healed and delivered them from their destruction. How do I make it in life, in my business, in my marriage, in my career, in every area of my life? This is the key. This is the secret. He says the word of God deliver them. If you are in a fix, the word of God will deliver you. If you are not in the kingdom of God, the word of God will translate you and bring you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the son of his love. The Bible says in Colossians 1 verse 13, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. It takes the word of God to do that. No matter who you are, no matter your background. How can you explain the life of somebody like Paul? 
He was called Saul, persecuting the Christians, hard-hearted against God. And God takes a life like that and transforms him. And we are still reading his writings to this day. Somebody saying, is there hope for me? I can assure you by the word of the living God that God's word is able to deliver you. No matter the situation, Isaiah chapter 5, verse 13, thank you Lord Jesus. He says, therefore my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. Their honorable men are famished and their multitude dried up with tests. My people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Isaiah 4, 6 says that my people are in captivity. The same thing because of a lack of knowledge. A lack of knowledge of God's word will keep you in bondage, will keep you in captivity. But when the light the revelation of the word of God comes. That word will cause you and you shall know the truth. John 8, 32. And the truth shall make you free. So I pray in the name of Jesus. Whatever captivity that you are in. Whatever holds you in bondage and in captivity. In the name of Jesus. By the knowledge of God's word. May you go free. May you go free. Is the key to successful living. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What else is in God's word? God's power is in his word. God's power is in his word. John chapter 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. John chapter 6. Jesus speaking. Mark these verses. Don't let them get away from you. John chapter 6, verse 63, he says that it is the spirit who gives life and the, the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. One time, Peter was in the house of Cornelius, and he was preaching, just like I'm preaching this morning. I love to preach God's word. <laughs> and notice he says, the Bible says, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the words. Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, they're not just ordinary words. No, the Bible, the, these, those words are not just, it's not just paper and ink. Or they get our words as we have them now. No, 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 no. There is power in those words. While Peter was speaking, the spirit fell. The power of God fell. One time, Jesus was teaching. And as he was teaching, the Bible says that the power of God was present. His power is in his word. The power of God is in the word of God. Luke chapter 5 verse 17. And now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present. He was teaching power was present. 
The power of God is in his words. In fact, God created everything that we see through the word and the spirit. He's upholding all things by the power of his word. Hebrews chapter 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God who at, Hebrews 1, 1, God who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory, and the express image of his person, notice this, this phrase, and upholding all things by the power of his word, who when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the power of of his word. Think about it. The sun, the moon, the stars, everything is being upheld by the power of this word. That's where the power is. Do you think this word can uphold you? The answer is yes, it can uphold you. God's power is in his word. Hebrews 1 1 is ref I mean, saying the same thing that is said in John chapter 1, verse 1 In the beginning was the word. Start there. Start your new year there. As you make your resolutions, start here. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made. Nothing was made outside of the word of God, and nothing will be made in your life outside God's word. Please, so let's get with the program. Without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. That's where God's power is. And I pray in the name of Jesus, the same power that upholds everything in the world, in the name of Jesus, this year as you walk on that foundation, this year as you build on that foundation, in the name of Jesus, no matter what comes up, may you be upheld by that word in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. God's power is in his word. And it takes that power to rule and reign in the midst of our enemies. The Bible says in Psalm 110 verse 1, The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of your strength out of Zion, rule in the midst of your enemies. Rule in the midst of your enemies. The rod. The rod is the word of God. God, the burning bush. He kept asking questions. I'm not able to do this. All that God said, look, I'm with you and I'm giving you a rod. 
It started out as the rod of Moses. By the time he finished and he entered I mean, Egypt, it was called the rod of God. But God told him in Exodus chapter 4, thank you Lord Jesus, Exodus chapter 4, he said to him, verse 17, and you shall take this rod in your hand with which you shall do the signs. Take this rod. Take this rod with which you will do the signs. In Isaiah 11, Jesus Christ is called the rod. There shall come forth, Isaiah 11, 1, a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his root. A rod. So take this rod. Take the word of God, which which you will rule in the midst of your enemies, with which you'll be able to do the signs. You cannot go around the word of God. That's where the power is. Rule thou in the midst of your enemies. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Thank you Lord. Romans 1 16. It says, For I'm not ashamed, I can identify with that, of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first and also for the Greek. The gospel is communicated through words. He's saying it's the power of God. That's what changes lives. I pray in the name of Jesus, may you build on the solid rock of God's word. That's where the power is. The gospel is the power of God. His words are spirit. And life. Three, what else is in God's word? God's nature. It carries God's nature and God's life. Second Peter chapter 1. Second Peter chapter 1. Verse 4. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's start from verse 2. He says, 2 Peter 1, 2. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him who has called us by glory and virtue. By which have been given to us exceeding great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Let's, 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 let's take our time here. He says that grace and peace is multiplied to you through knowledge. Remember, Jesus Christ you shall, says you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And he's saying that his power has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. God is a good God. Believe that. <laughs> he's giving you everything. But he's saying, similar thing to what the, um, Paul said to the Ephesians, that your inheritance, the things that belong to you, the things that have been given to you is tied to this exceeding great and precious promises. The thing is yours. 
But you have to know about it, and not only know about it, but walk in the light of it. But he said that through this great and great and precious promises, we become partakers of the divine nature. That was the plan. That is still the plan. That we will partake of God's nature. That we will partake of God's life. That we will partake of the very nature of God. He created us in his image and his likeness for that reason. If you have children, grandchildren, you desire. Sometimes you see traces of, of, of you in them. They came from your stock. <laughs> Partakers of the divine nature through this exceeding great and precious promises. No wonder Jesus Christ said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. As you feed on the word of God, as you meditate on the word of God, as you, as you, as you feed on it, you are partaking of God's very nature. Oh, this is sacred. <laughs> Divine ability becomes yours. There's a difference between this book and your chemistry book. There's a difference between this book and your biology book. There's a difference between this book and the daily news. Divine nature. Divine life. As you begin to feed on this word, you begin to see who God wants you to be through this word. Maybe you are believing below your privileges in Christ. Notice what the Bible says, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Oh my God, I love this word. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, but it says, But we all, with unveiled face, Beholding us in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image, that divine nature, from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. We behold us in a mirror, and you begin to see yourself. My God, I'm not supposed to be down. I said I'll be above only and not beneath. He says I'm created in his image and his likeness. We beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image, into the same image, into the same image. James. Says that when we look in God's word, we are looking in a mirror. James 1.25. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he, what he does. Verse 23 says, but if anyone is a hearer, of the word and not a doer is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. 
For he observes himself, goes away and immediately forget what kind of man he was. The mirror of God's word shows us our potential, who we are supposed to be. No wonder when Joshua started his journey, when he took over from, from, from Moses, he had been with Moses. Yes, I mean, Moses had had great encounters with God. And he's wondering, how am I going to do this? <laughs> how am I going to succeed? Take this, these nations. God tells him the same thing. I'm telling you this morning. Our God, God is telling us this morning. He has to see himself through God's word. So God tells him and gives him the recipe to succeed. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you shall meditate in it day and night. He has to look in that same mirror. Meditate in this book. Day and night. Every now and then. No, 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 no. Day and night. That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. To do, to do. That's what James is saying. You look in that mirror. And you see what God requires of you, what God wants you to do, what God has made available to you, your inheritance, what is available to you. For then, you will make your way prosperous. Who is going to make their way prosperous? You. He tells, he's telling him how to make it. He tells him, be strong, be courageous. Look, some of these people are mightier than you, but if you are going to make it, this is the key. Then you will have good success. Who wants to have good success this year? If you're online, give me a thumbs up. <laughs> and all throughout your life, that's the key. <laughs> Want success in your marriage, in your children, in your finances, in your health, in your impact on the life of others. This is the key. Victory. You will have good success. Look in that mirror. Partakers of the divine nature. As you look through things that are not in line with God's word and God's nature begin to fall off. And things that are in line with God's nature, you begin to walk in it. I see you walking in that divine nature this year in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. As we look in God's word, more understanding comes, more light comes. First John chapter 1. So this is not a year to say, no, I don't have time for God's word. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't have time. No, 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 no. Have time for God, for his heart, for his word. All that this year. Because your success is in there. Maybe you've been failing in some areas. He's saying that, look. Come back to me. I have the recipe for your success. I have what it takes for you to be able to make it. Look in that word and keep your eyes there. Stay with God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The light will continue to direct and guide our path. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. First John chapter 1 verse 5 says, This is the message that we have heard from him and declared to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. When you are walking in the light, you, you are, your, your steps, you are led and guided by God. Every step that you take will be led and guided by, by, the, by the word of God. And may you not miss your steps this year in Jesus' name. All of Psalm 119, every verse in them references one way or the other the word of God. But when it gets to Psalm 119, verse 130, he says, The entrance of your word brings light, light, illumination, shows you the way to go. It gives understanding to the simple. Psalm 119, 130. The entrance of your words, words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. The entrance, the entrance, the entrance of your words give li gives light. I pray in the name of Jesus May God's word lead you and guide you continually all throughout this year in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Your word is a light unto my path and a lamp unto my path. It keeps guiding us. You imbibe of the divine nature. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's keep going. Somebody said, are all these things available to me? Yeah, 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 it's available. I didn't know God's word had all these things. <laughs> it's all there. For the word of God is the carrier of the wisdom of God. The word of God is the carrier of the wisdom of God. 2 Timothy 3, verse 15. 2 Timothy 3, verse 15. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 14 says, But you must continue in the things which you have learned and be assured of not knowing from whom you have learned them. Verse 15, And that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise. The scriptures are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 talks about the fact that wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, in all you're getting, get. Go for the wisdom. But here he's saying that it's able to make you wise. To make you wise. To make you wise. So get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Wisdom. <laughs> oh, how we need it. Because the, the, the wisdom of the world is different from God's wisdom. The scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation. That word salvation there is loaded. It encompasses all of God's program, not just the new birth. Deliverance through faith. This year, no more making wrong choices again in Jesus' name. Notice what, what, what it did. Let's go back to Psalm 119. Mark these verses. 
<laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 119, verse 97. He says, oh, how I love your law. And he puts an exclamation mark. The man is in love with God's word because he knows what's in, what's in there. It is my meditation all the day. I think about the word of God throughout the whole day. Before you leave the house, while you are in the car, while you are on the job, you meditate on, he says, all the day. What did they do for him? Verse 98. You, through your commandments, made me wiser than my enemies. For they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my te teachers. For your testimonies are my meditation. You, through your commandments, you've made me wiser than my enemies. I'll smother them through the wisdom of God. For they are ever with me. <laughs> but thank God. Through the wisdom of God, in the name of Jesus, you will rule and reign in the midst of your enemies. Thank you, Lord. Made me wiser. The scriptures. Huh. The scriptures will make you wiser. The word of God. That's what's in there. It's in your heritage. It says, how I love it. <laughs> how I love that word. I agree with him perfectly. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 19, verse 7. The law of the law is perfect, converting the soul. Psalm 19, 7. The testimony on the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous all together. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Anybody that's made it, you have to go through the word of God. It has to be your foundation. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Matthew 7, 24, it says the one who, who does the word of God, 28, is the one who is wise, who is the wise person. And Jesus, thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, my God. Luke eleven forty nine, 49, he says, therefore, the wisdom of God also said. Jesus is referencing the scriptures. He says, the wisdom of God also said. The Bible, the word of God, is God's wisdom for us. I pray in the name of Jesus that this year may you walk in wisdom. Not the wisdom of the world. Not to try to be smarter than God. But walk with the wisdom of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Wow. There's a lot in God's word. Glory be to the name of the Lord. What else is in there? Your health is in there. <laughs> Your health is in the word of God. Divine health is in God's word. Proverbs 4, verse 20. My son, my daughter, my child, 
give attention to God's word, to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. It, it, all these verses are almost saying the same thing. What would it do for you? For they, what are they? My words, God's words, are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. My God. Every part of your body is covered by this word. Jesus. I don't know anybody that promises that. <laughs> Only God does. Keep them in your heart. Keep them in your heart. Keep your eyes on God's word. Walk by the word of God. It's going to be hell. It's one thing to be sick and to be well. It's another thing to walk in divine help. He's saying that, look, it's here. <laughs> My words, give attention to those words. I thank God he's kept me healthy all for a very long time. It's by the grace of God. This is the secret. <laughs> this is the secret. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Your health is in there. Your health is in there. Psalm 107, 20, where we, where we were earlier, he said he sent his word and he healed. Luke 5, 17, he was teaching, power was present to heal. I don't know what the disease is, what the sickness is, it doesn't matter. When you come to this word, this word will be help to all your flesh. The sickness has to leave. May you live healthy in Jesus' name. May sickness leave you in Jesus' name. May you walk healthy in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Oh, my God. Where did the time go? Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. As you partake of his divine nature, there is no sickness in God. No, no, no. When the disciples were with Jesus, nobody was reported sick. In fact, there's a prophecy in Isaiah. It says, none will be reported sick among you. The inhabitants of that city shall not say I'm sick. That's where we are headed. That's yours in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's, let's keep going. Oh, that's a whole lot more. Thank you, Lord. Six, peace. Peace is in God's word. Peace is in God's word. Isaiah 26, verse 3. Peace is in God's word. Peace is in God's word. He says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Peace. Peace. <laughs> How much are you selling peace for? Nobody sells that. <laughs> because peace can only be found in God and in his word. So he's saying, keep your, in Proverbs, says, keep your mind, your, your mind on God's word. Keep your eyes on God's word. He says, he will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, 
You'll notice that you become afraid when you take your eyes off of God's word and you go put it on something else, the news of the day or whatever may be happening. But he says to enjoy peace, keep your mind on God's word. I pray in the name of Jesus that this year may the peace of God be yours in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Peace and grace and peace is multiplied to you through the knowledge of him that is called us to him. What else is in there? Joy. The last one for today. Seven. Joy. Joy. Joy is in the word of God. Jeremiah. 15 16 thank you lord jesus jeremiah 15 16 your words were found and i ate them see jesus says feed on god's word and your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart for i'm called by your name O lord god of us your words were found and i ate those words And what happened? Your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. Sometimes I discover something and I start jumping and dancing. My God. <laughs> joy is in God's word. Depression leaves you in Jesus' name. Joy. I found the words and I ate them and those words were joy and rejoicing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. First Peter chapter 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 8. It says, Whom having not seen, you love. Though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. We've not seen Jesus, but he read earlier in Hebrews chapter 1. He's the express image. God, he speaks to us to, by, by his son, by his word. And when we encounter this word, we rejoice with joy inexpressible. You can't explain it. You can't, you, you can't explain where the joy is coming from. But you just know that as you discovered God's word, you know everything is going to be all right. Sometimes it even contradicts with what you are seeing on the outside. But in some way, somehow, joy comes from the inside and you know everything is going to be all right. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Joy can be found in God's word. I pray in the name of Jesus all throughout this year, may you walk and live by the word of God. One time, after, after, after God told, let's wrap up right now, after God told Joshua, now look, meditate on my word, you're going to be successful, all that. A few verses later, he had an encounter. And notice what the Bible says in Joshua chapter 5. Joshua chapter 5, verse 13. He says, And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, a man stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for our adversaries? So he said, No, no, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I am not. I have now come. And Joshua 
fell on his face to the earth and worshipped and said to him, What does my Lord say to his servant? Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take your sandal off your foot, for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Take your sandals off your foot. That's God's word to him at that point. You see, sometimes, I mean, in your natural mind, that, that the other person will say, what are you saying? Instead of loosening the sandals, you actually tighten the sandals and not take it off. <laughs> but he obeyed. The Bible says, and Joshua did so. That's God's wisdom for the day. And Joshua did so. And Joshua did so. And Joshua did so. And Joshua did so. Is it God? He says, which side are you on? Is it God won't force anyone to come on his side? It's a will and a decision that each and every one of us has to make. And I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that this year you will be on God's side. Whose side are you on? He says, no, no, no. <laughs> you are the one that has to decide to come on my side. And Joshua did so. And Joshua did so. And Joshua did so. Ah, my God, no wonder he succeeded in leading the promise, the people of God to the promised land. As you decide to walk in the line in line with God's word, in the name of Jesus, every dream, every goal, every vision that God gives you, I see you walking in it in the name of the Lord Jesus. I see you walking in the fullness of the blessing. I see you walking in your inheritance. But it comes, you get, you have to get to that place like Joshua, and Joshua did so. And Joshua did so. Put your name there. Sarah, Susie, whoever you are, John, Mark, and I do so. <laughs> you will walk in your inheritance in the mighty name of Jesus. It doesn't matter. I've seen it so many times. You can't convince me otherwise. So many people, but as they start walking with God, taking steps and walking with God, you can see that they are making progress, moving, moving forward. And sooner or later, you'll be where God has destined for you to be. Now back where we started, I commend you to God at the beginning of this year and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance. You will walk in that in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God's word is always good. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Ponder on these words, these scriptures that we've read. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk. So sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.